As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, and welcome back to The Shift. It's Dez here, and Dolphins Burn. Katie will be with you in a moment for this wonderful episode with Julie J. Now, Julie J is a comedian. She was opening up for me in Thurless County Tipperary, which is where we were on our way to recording this episode. So you will hear us driving, and then you will hear the driving stop because we arrived fairly quickly. And I like a driving app because you'd just be chatting in the car anyway. We chat about some great stuff. Uh, we, we jump right in. I I... I cut out a little bit at the start. There was a lot of messing going on, some technical difficulties. So we jump right in. Uh, really, honestly, we just we talk a lot about masturbation in a fun way. Uh, I kind of like a little, a little sort of look back on the early days of masturbation, sort of a little nostalgia for the beginning, the excitement of self-exploration. Fein trulo, egg immert, let leshain, and um, the Julie J has some amazing, like really funny stories about that. She's, she's good at telling them. Um, and myself and Katie chip in. Uh, we also then have a great discussion about a listener's dilemma, a kind of a friends with benefits dilemma. And there is always that situation with the friends with benefits thing where one person uh, gets more attached than the other and there is that moment where it becomes difficult to remain in the friends with benefits category and is it time to walk or to deny your own feelings to maintain the sexual connection even though you're looking for more we will be discussing that later on in the podcast I have to say I think this is a nice funny app and uh, enjoy it this is Julie J with me and Katie on our way to Tipperary. And despite the song, actually, it was a pretty quick trip. And then did you say you started masturbating in eighth grade? We're not going to talk about when I started masturbating. Julie okay. J, just to let you know, we're not no, on up to 90. Th- oh, we're not sorry. on up to 90. Okay. No, Myself and Katie will be doing the questions. So fucking back oh, off. Sorry. Back off, miss. No, because I just had a thought there you're about te- masturbation. You're such a fucking teacher. No, no go ahead. Sorry, I'm kidding. <gasps> what, what, what's the question? That is just accusing me I was, of I was, I was masturbating before eighth grade. But okay. anyway, what's the question? I even know. No, I just had a flashback um, to my own initial masturbation experiences. And... Favorite topic just, of the podcast: no, female, female masturbation. That's how we started this podcast. But no, just as an aside, because I'm sure you've discussed it at length. But uh, I can remember the first time I masturbated was that. This <laughs> is such a weird one to that Roy Orbison song. Do you remember? Which one? She's a mystery girl. <laughs> like it's so. That morose. was on in the background. I was like listening to it on the radio, and every time I hear this song, I'm like, "What part of this song made me just say now is the time?" that I get to know myself I've no idea and I was mad for Jason McAteer were you young? was I young when I was masturbating to Roy Orbison? Well, well, yeah, <laughs> I don't do know I don't know who Roy Orbison is Roy Orbison I'd say maybe second woman. year I was in oh I do yeah pretty woman yeah, that's yeah. great second year that's normal you think you're in that's second great. year? I'd say second year that's and great. you're mad for Jason McAteer I'm mad for Jason McAteer and my saddest ever wank like you know that wank that you're like this is just 
bordering on sad like was I remember his book was so badly written that Jason McAtee blood and sweat was the name of his autobiography and there was a part in it where he talked you know about Roy Keane and Roy Keane had written a book and said something negative about Jason and then Jason fouled him and said now write that in your fucking book and that was the moment I was like, yeah, no, I'm definitely, I have to, I have to touch myself. Like, Jason is just too much. But then even afterwards, coming back to it, I was like, Julie, this is a new low. Like, even by Roy Orbison standards. I think that's great. You know, a bit of fucking rough and tumble right, between Roy Keane. I was like, oh, just gets me going. You wanted to just write that into your own book. Oh, stop. Get into Gas. it. Well, that's great, though. Now, do you, do you, do you remember what put it into your head that you could touch yourself? put it into my head that I could touch myself I mean I just I suppose why not like it's there I mean it wouldn't be something you know you wouldn't be rocking into school the next day saying hey guys I just had the most amazing wank last night but I mean I think that in the you know I think when I was growing up like the internet was just happening like there was a lot of talk about like you know like you know you'd have a lot of classmates flirting with one another via via MSN messenger and all that kind of thing and it was kind of I mean I suppose as a teenager probably always is but it was kind of like a sexually charged atmosphere um, were you in a bo- all girls or, or it was mixed yeah oh so you were in a mixed school that helps I, I do think it helps but I, do you know what I can't remember ever I, do you know what I can remember reading a Judy Bloom book and I think this is what initially planted the first seed in relation to masturbation and one of the characters said it was. I mean I just think Judy Bloom is you know like who Judy so Bloom underrated. is Katie right oh she's fantastic no Katie does not know who Judy Bloom oh, is oh I'm going to get you some Judy Blooms Kate. Oh, uh, Katie you. honestly they're great she wrote, she wrote like dirty dirty books oh okay then I definitely like, don't know hardcore. but like they, they were aimed they were really just pioneering because they were aimed at like young women like like I suppose kind of you know young teenage girls but they were just really like I felt very kind of like what's the word I'm looking for very um, they weren't in any way condescending yeah no, yeah. they weren't condescending they were just really speaking to young girls like in a very mature way and there was this one line I remember this character when she found it hard to sleep um, she said that she there was a place in her body that she would touch herself and it would make her feel nice and it would help her sleep. And I was like, she must be talking about down there, the old Hiastyra. I was like, that must be what she's talking about. And I think... The what? The Hiastyra. Is that downstairs. what the clip is? Oh, 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 oh he's oh, in Styra. Styra. <laughs> what, what, um, what is Clit in Irish? Clit is brilliant. Brilliant. It's a little... Br- as in brilliant. That's brilliant. where the word... I'm convinced that's Berlin where brilliant there. comes from. Um, but yeah, I can remember that line and thinking, oh, I wonder, is that what she's doing? And that probably planted the seed. And then when I heard that Roy Orbison song, <laughs> it was gone. For some reason, like, Mystery Girl. It's like, this has happened. I know it's so morose. No it's funny because I, I, I remember the first time that I actually jerked off. And I, I obviously, I, was, I don't know if women made fun of each other about jerking off, but, but young boys... Like would would say to you, oh, you jerk off, and be like, I don't fucking jerk off. Like, cause there was like a like jerking off was bad. Yeah. You know, you're a wanker or whatever. And we definitely got to that. Like, all my neighborhood friends were older, not the kids in school, but my older neighborhood friends. They, they, they were at the fa- obviously they were all jerking off, and they were making fun of each other, saying they're jerking off, but nobody was admitting that they they were jerking off. That 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 day comes later. But I'd never really. I never really thought about it. And then I guess I guess there comes a time in puberty where the horniness just fucking starts rising up in yeah. you. And so it was never like a thing where somebody's like, oh, you should try it. But I just remember the day where I was just like kind of started. And then I was like, oh, interesting. But I, I, I remember being afraid to come because I, I all I knew was that you, you, you shot a load. But I really thought that it would be like this explosive yeah like I thought Niagara it would, I thought it would be like fucking get out of the way and eventually <laughs> I got the I got the fucking courage to, to take it to the edge which is all natural right because you don't know like, yeah you know, all I knew is I knew that guys t- take their hand and fucking jerk it right but then suddenly it's like oh my god th- this is gonna happen and I, I guess I was so fucking young I, I, I was I think I was 11 I was so young I didn't even come like, like I came but there was no I, I, I was I was pre-ejaculation, and you pro- you probably thought that you were gonna like break a window or something. I, honestly, I thought I was gonna break a window, and I hadn't had a wet dream. You know, I was like, you know, guys were starting to talk about wet dreams, and I hadn't had one. And you know, I, 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 wet dreams came later, but wet dreams only happen when you like didn't wank for a while. You know, 
I, I remember like the lads would always be like oh she she has short fingernails like she fingers herself and I remember always being like right I gotta keep my nails long I don't want them to think I'm doing that really and I'm I, so <laughs> funny I, and, and I once um, like stuck my I, like because I didn't really masturbate until, until my mid 20s yeah like, you said yeah. that yeah but I uh I remember once I guess I was like 15 or 16 I can't remember but sticking like my fingers up there and being like this feels weird <laughs> just taking them out and I going mean, back to it bed does, it probably does feel a bit strange I'd imagine the first time I mean I guess because the thing with vaginas is you never really get a good look at it either yes. you know so like it's our just our cocks are in our hand every time we go for a piss yeah yeah. we have to learn how to work it you guys yeah. can kind of you have so to put your hand where it doesn't need to be except for when you're playing with yourself or checking yourself I can remember the first time I put a mirror down there I was like oh interesting yeah. <laughs> just, you honestly though me too oh my god I think I, I, I had no idea what to expect but it certainly wasn't that whatever it was but it is funny thinking back Just and is that know. a thing that ladies do I still do it every now every few couple of months I go let's have a look down there well the reason the I did it was I originally did it because I read the vagina monologues and I was I was like god I've never actually done that and then now I mean I kind of do it on occasion just to see what my sexual partner is seeing when he's down there like just to kind of see what it looks like to make sure everything's in check have you but ever, very, you ever, have, you ever ta- have you ever tasted have you ever like actually Maybe that's a disgusting question. I've had guys stuck guys stick their finger in my vagina and then stick it in my mouth. So I have not necessarily... Or, you know, when the guys go down and you kiss them afterwards. So, yeah, but not sitting in my room like, hey, I'm hungry. You never never wanted to say, like, is it okay? No. I'm just curious. Julie J? Um, You never really answered that question. I know the guys have done the whole, like, oh, you know, finger in the pussy and then like in the mouth kind of thing they're mad for that alright but yeah. actually, you know what? I, I don't, think I don't know I don't, I don't think that's a good idea well I remember now now you're saying about looking at the vagina god I'm having all the images of the first look at the vagina yeah it's late when we see it it is yeah no I mean I was definitely like I would say mid-twenties when I took a mirror down there but you, you, you'd seen porn though you weren't surprised at what a vagina looked like yeah ah uh, yeah no I'd seen Katie porn. had you ever seen a vagina before you put a mirror to your vagina I had googled vagina oh you had I googled think, it do you know what I think the first probably vagina I saw was the dodgy vagina like blue waffle or something that all the lads were showing everybody so I think after that then I probably googled normal vagina sure or what a, a vagina. vagina yeah yeah what a vagina should look like it's I mean yeah I, I certainly would have seen porn um yeah, I'd imagine. No, I definitely had seen some vaches. I mean, I would, like, I'd have some, like, I'd have some family members as well. Like, my auntie was always, like, kind of, you know, very much, like, all about running around the house in the nip. So I definitely really? see, yeah, yeah, 100%. Gee, I think there might have been yeah. a little progressive vibe going on in your um, house. Do you think so? This is your aunt, like your older aunt. Oh, let, me like, ask you quite, let me ask you actually my, a little more of a personal thing. Go for uh, it. Did you feel bad after you masturbated? Um, I probably, do you know, actually, do you know, I don't know if I felt bad necessarily. I wouldn't say I felt kind of like, you know, top of the world, kind of, you know, skipping around the house saying I'm the greatest. But at the same time, I don't know what I necessarily felt bad. I would probably want to feel great. But I can remember being in a lecture in college. It was a really, it was like a tutor group. So I would have been maybe 17. I was quite young when I was in college. I remember the lecturer. We were talking about, do you remember the great hunger? Paddy Kavanagh, that poem. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously it's, you know, it's... There's it's, so much um, literature involved in all your sex stories. Oh, I know. Like, I'm just <laughs> such a nerd. It's disgusting, Katie. Like, Katie's sitting there feeling so it's sorry been for all me right books. now. It's oh, all, I all books in Roy Orbison. It's really oh, shocking. No. Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, what if... If you knew the foreplay poor Fred has to go through, like, to oh, get me Jesus off. Jesus Christ, he has to recite T.S. Eliot. It's like, whip off the Ulysses, we're going at it. Um, <laughs> but Paddy Kavanaugh, like, in that, you know, poem where he, you know, wanks off, I can remember the tutor going off on a tangent about how lonely, how masturbation was basically the definition of loneliness. Really? And I, yes, and I can the tutor remember. Said that. This was, it would have been like 2001, it was in Trinity, I was, it was in a tutor group, I can't remember what the module was, but I just remember 
remember everyone in the room, we were like, please just let the ground swallow me up. Like in that moment, everyone was like, but I masturbate. Yeah. It was just, and I remember feeling a distinct sense of shame when he said that, Aww. because I was like, you know what? It is probably the definition of loneliness. So I'm Aww. sure I probably didn't feel not. great. It's the definition of self-exploration. Yeah. Absolutely. And like, also it totally. makes you feel a lot less lonely because you're doing something nice with yourself yes. instead of just sitting there being miserable. Yeah. That's but I, I guess like this was, you know, the early noughties when, you know, I suppose people kind of viewed it differently. But yeah. in that moment, I definitely, you know, the way shame is such a horrible, it's such oh. a distinct feeling, isn't it? Oh. That yes. you remember in that moment when you feel something. And I just remember sitting there feeling it. And previous to that, I'm sure I probably, you know, felt a bit of yeah. shame about it because obviously growing up in the 90s in Ireland, how could you not? But in that moment, I definitely felt really bad about myself. But did you, because I remember when I started masturbating, I really masturbated a lot yeah. for a very long time. Did you find yourself like wanting to masturbate a lot or you weren't a big... Like I'd say, you see, it's. Di- I guess it's different for girls in that. I mean, yeah, that's why I was curious. For every girl, but I know for me, like it just takes so much longer for me to kind of, I suppose, whip one out that I don't know, did I do it that regularly because I'd need like a good hour on the clock. Um, yeah. So realistically, you need to make an appointment with yourself. Yeah, like living in a three-bedroom detached house, or alternatively, was if I was down in Dingle with my beloved auntie, who'd be you know running around storming, the place naked, <laughs> storming into my room in the nip. Like it just didn't really lend itself to masturbation on the reg. But I, I mean, I would say in general, but this is probably just a total you know I'm a sweeping statement to make I would think women probably do masturbate less regularly than men because I know for me it's a longer process yeah like when when I start when I started I was like five times a night like oh Jesus this is this is great but I know what you mean like let's say now I haven't masturbated since I've left America because where am I a bit of time. where am I gonna go yeah. I don't have the time I'm tired actually by the time I go to bed and also like there's all my family are in the house and like you need to be like I just feel comfortable in my place in yeah. America and you and need to be in the right like I know myself and my partner now Fred like we live in essentially like a one it's not, not even a one bedroom it's essentially like one room it's kind of a mezzanine so it's just you know you're not really gonna get the time to yeah. have a wank well that's why you shower time, shower is the great but like I'm now I've got there's five of us kids let's say and my you know you can't even have you can't even you can't even fucking clean yourself in the shower never mind masturbate because they're fucking banging on the door and then yeah. the water's cold so it's like it's not the same would you, as yeah, you can't masturbate in Ireland there's no fucking water pressure like no, you know <laughs> would you believe I've n- I've tried to masturbate in the shower and I've never managed I've never succeeded Really, it's my yeah. favourite. Katie's a big oh, shower, man. And I, I can remember Monica and Friends, you know, when Ross storms in and she's yes. like, just, you know, I was just That's checking that. That's probably I got like, the idea. I really should start doing that. And I've tried and I just, it, maybe it's the pressure. I don't know. Yeah. But no, I you need to get really strong. And then even not, but even just touching yourself in the shower, I feel is great because there's so much wa- water I can get out of my head. I can come, I can orgasm the quickest because I'm just like, in it, it, it there's, the water helps me from, worrying about or concentrating it like it's very freeing it's all sensory as well I well any time well you got women so fucking complicated two guys get together and they're fucking every guy experiences pretty much the same shit give or take like a finger in the ass or not whereas fucking women sit down it's like you know what's great and then a woman would be like I tried that and I, I couldn't I couldn't get out of my own way <laughs> it's so fucking complicated <laughs> it is do you know what actually one time I was planning to masturbate when I was when I was younger and I like didn't go through with it but I remember thinking should I try the electric the electric toothbrush and then I was like, no, that doesn't sound safe. And then I dropped the whole doesn't masturbation. But, but I remember looking at it, like eyeing it up and being like, would I? Because I had heard someone talking about it. And, and I w- was curious. But then I was like, you know, Katie, drop it. Go on there. Well, uh, you can put a, put a condom around it. Yeah, but I didn't know. Safe masturbation you know? is the way forward. You know, <laughs> no. That's what we're internal. preaching here, guys. Hey, can I just, can we have a bit of fun here? Yeah. I don't think wank is a great term for female masturbation. Really? Like in the sense that I feel like now I don't know actually the verb to wank is not a real word, right? Wank is wank actually a word? Like in the dictionary? Like I know yank is a word. Yes. Uh well, I'm going to look it up on dictionary.com to see is it there wank. Yeah, I know what you mean. It doesn't really fit. Because because to me and this could just be 
the the cultural significance that the word wank has taken on but because it sounds like yank and there's a certain element of yanking your cock mm. i feel like wank the verb is 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 a kind of a a pulling motion yeah. and i know that like rubbing you know like i guess someone can say rub one out right some yeah. guys say rub one out but a, a woman could rub one out also but has there really been enough consensus on a good casual colloquialism it should be like for female masturbation it should be I heard one a joke where a girl compared herself masturbating to like DJing I feel like it should be DJing because you know we're just like wicka 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 yeah you're yeah. like just mixing I'm mixing. just yeah I'm just uh, I'm just straight on the bean that's I'm all about the bean yeah, you're the a, bean. so you're not a finger in person no I'm, I'm the same too yeah I'm all oh, that's why high five. that's why the finger thing was weird for me I put it up there and I was like high this is just bizarre I'm only, so you guys are yeah. just beans clitoris ladies I'm all about the beans but you have talked to friends that are like oh god I need I need it in there and then up right you, 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 you have talked to women that have like are very inside ladies right would you believe I've never talked to a friend about technique Get, really never I've never talked to a friend I don't, don't sweat the technique ever I've never discussed speaking the of DJing only, the only time I've discussed masturbation with my friends is as part of a joke whereby like you know you might make a throwaway comment like how can I have a wank in this house like that kind of like it's never been in any real way Right. I mean, I'm only saying that based on my own experience with women, where some women are very much on the bean, some women are 50-50, and then some women are very much like, no, I mean, I like having my clip play with, but I need, I need it in there. And, you know, like I've, I've had, I've had the full spectrum of, uh, of that experience, but you guys are both, are both beanies. Bean. And guys, no matter how, and generally in my experience, you know, guys are so well-intentioned and you know they're like all about your stimulation and you're doing like a Cirque du Soleil up there and they're like I want to return the favour I'm like all I need is the bean just the bean that's all I need but you just got to tell them right A hundred, yeah completely yeah I, I, I always what I think like obviously communication is key and guys want you to communicate that's the thing that's yeah the I mean that's been a big that's a running theme throughout yeah the, that's the secret but, but they we don't haven't, tell you about I gotta be yeah but I gotta be honest with you we have not experienced universal uh uh, the experience with some of the women on the podcast hasn't been that guys have been great with receiving the information. Um, I think it depends on the type of relationship maybe you have with the person involved. Like, but also, uh, I just want to point out that we have shirked on our responsibility of trying to to find a good colloquial verb for. There's, I think there isn't one. I uh, like, I think Clo- you're totally right on that. So I think that there really isn't. You know, a verb like like a slang, like a bit of slang. Colloquial, as in, there's already one out there. Or no, you're saying that we like, should make one up? Well, yeah, I'm just saying oh. they, they, there's well, a lot for jerking off, jerking off, yeah. wanking, to, well, you know, well, you having a tug off yourself. But it's like even the whole thing about vaginas themselves. We don't really have the language around vaginas that we do when it comes to penises. I mean, you know obviously even in terms of colloquialisms like you've so many like obviously balls cock dick etc willy like you've so many words for the one thing whereas even with vaginas yeah that did come up on the podcast but it's actually cool there's more than we think like pushy cunt i think i think rub one out is probably the best yeah rub one out is i think it's it's a good description yeah did you look up on your phone if wank was actually a wank is yeah wank is an actual verb what's its meaning uh Oh, and this is interesting. Of a male to masturbate. Oh, so it's actually yeah, but I feel like I feel like that evolved though. I feel like that's like a lot of these dictionaries have accepted modern language. Well, they have to, yeah. I suppose you know. You know, so now wank is in the dictionary, but I don't think officially. Is there an alternative meaning to wank? It's just the one definition. Oh wait, yeah. yeah so just an act of masturbation by male. So it's a noun and a verb. Yeah. So now yeah, a wank, having a wank or Having wanking. a wank. Let me, did guess, you wank? Let me look up. Um, like rubbing clit let's see if that says anything um, well it's going to have a description but I mean obviously it's two words that already exist you know you know what Katie do me a favor yeah. on Google can you put in um, you know slang words for female masturbation just to just see if we can get inspired the only one I would ever use would be well you wank. say wank a lot obviously yeah you're a fan of Wank. Big fan of the We're not going anywhere, by the way. We have arrived. We oh, got, yeah, no. I'm I got to be honest with you. I trust your We got to throw this a little bit quicker than I thought. We, I didn't realize we the were The fucking so trip close. to tip. The trip to tip was a little quicker. 
And my generation, I promise you, a lot of fucking virginity was left out here in a fucking Semple Stadium. For the trip really? to tip, the trip to tip was a, a girls Fela of my was my gen- that that that's what we're talking about. Was that the, the, the that's trip? That's failure is the trip you to tip. Yep. My, you jinxed my internet. Yes. You said, "Oh, Jesus, Casey, your internet's very I'm fast." Sorry, there, Katie. and now it's yeah. The trip to tip was uh, was uh, failure. Was failure. A lot okay. of virginity was was left on the pitch in Semple Stadium. While while the hot house flowers fucking banged it out. Wouldn't it be and, amazing? Uh, emotional fish. To Let's celebrate. This party is over, and I'm going home. Fantastic. Yeah, man. Okay. Happy memories, man. Here's well, that 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 was Jerry Fish. That one. Paddling. Jerry Fish and the what was the club? The no, most they were an emotional fish. The emotional fish. Oh, he had the mud book. Jerry Fish and the yeah, mud bug the club. Mud that was club, a yeah. a later incarnation of uh, of an emotional fish. Katie's got something. I haven't heard of these ones. One is Menage Moi. Menage Moi. That's funny. That's That's kind of a joke, really. I like that. Yeah. Paddling paddling the pink canoe. Oh, I have heard somebody mention paddling paddling the the pink pink canoe. canoe. Finger painting. Interesting. Visiting the safety deposit box. (laughs) Wow. Who? What site is this? Post. These are quite worthy. The Huffington Post. Yeah. Jesus, Christiana Huffington really went went oh. blue, didn't she? Dialing the rotor. How do you say that? Rotary. I like Dialing a rotary phone. Rotary phone. Oh, the rotary. Oh, rotary three though. That would be good. Um, auditioning the finger puppets. Oh right. See, I think all of these are too they're long. Too long. Very right. descriptive. Let me go to cr- we're getting crack out of them though. Um. Well, I keep going then. Yeah. Okay. Come on. We're having the crack. Um. Well, Woman splaining yourself. Oh come on! <laughs> Somebody's trying too hard to be funny yeah. there. Yeah. Engaging in safe sex. Ugh. Getting lost in the deep end. Oh God. Jilling off. Jilling off. I don't know what that means. Jilling. Well, that's an attempt at like a verb because yeah. I don't think wank was a word either. I suppose jill is a take on jizz. Oh, oh right. I would think DIY time. Oh, doing a Meg Ryan. Oh, doing a Meg Ryan, but that's she's only faking an orgasm. Fanning the fur. <sighs> Girls' night in. Girls' night in. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Je- I like Girls' night in now. Checking the undercarriage. I've heard that one. The downstairs DJ. Well, oh, oh well done, Katie. DJ in this. That better. was your one. Yeah. yeah. Well, technically, it's another comedian's because she talks about DJing herself, but I can't remember her name. Buttering your muffin. Nice. I've buttering heard, your I've muffin. I've heard that one. Yes. Mm. Visiting the back cave. Wow. It should be called getting a fucking pain in your arm. What's that where you your hand? Anyway. Well, yeah. Um, knitting. Knitting, did crocheting. I, did I say visiting the Batcave? Yes, you did. I did. Sorry, I'm tired. Diddling Miss Daisy. Okay. I just, you see, I yeah, instantly start thinking these are really, of an old lady. Yeah, these are just that's fine. Playing that's fine. People were trying to be funny, you know. That's fair enough. Um, that's totally thirty-four fair. words for female masturbation that are better than kiltra. I'd never even heard of kiltra. What was the what was Kiltra. the word that oh, I, I used to have a joke about the the goelga for masturbation? Was it a fein truly? Fe- is it fein? Is that what it? Oh, fein truly, which, which means self pollution. Self pollution, yeah. Brilliant. Fein truly. Fein gras, I'd say, is probably the one they're using now. Is it? I I I, oh, I, I don't know. See, it's funny. The minute you you didn't hear it because you don't speak Chinese. But I wanted to speak Irish there, and I said "chisha," which means "actually." You know, like I wanted to get. I immediately went to speak Gaelic, and so Chinese so came out of my mouth. It's so annoying because people always like trying to get me to speak Irish, and it's yeah. so annoying because I have to stop myself speaking Chinese. And I, I felt a bit of flow there, so I just instead of censoring myself, I just let it go, thinking like, you know, Irish would come out, and fucking, I said "chisha," and I had to stop myself. So would you? Do you think at this point would you be more fluent in Chinese? Oh, the, no, there's no comparison. Yeah, because no, it's more I'm recent. I'm way more fluent in Chinese. But anyway, the Chinese don't really have a word for just That's like just get you know play with yourself. You know, I don't. The Chinese are not as as us culture folks. So. So that yeah, it's not good. But anyway, don't worry about it, Katie. You can I'm stop. I'm looking up. There is blistering, whatever that means. Oh, I found the Irish for masturbation. Didn't know this one. Merintocht. Merintocht. Which is nice, isn't it? What's the marine? What? Merintocht. <laughs> Merintocht. Let's, let's hear how they'd say it in Galway. Merintocht. <laughs> Merintocht. Merintocht. 
Medin Chuck. If you were up in Belfast. And, 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 oh, they all fucking Medin Tucked in the fucking H blocks, I'll tell you that now. Like, so, Glock Rooked, Love Carta, and Marine Tucked, I've never heard of any of them. What is Marine? What is the. What is the, the so, they all mean masturbation. No, I know, but what what is the. Because the, you know the way, like, down or like, like, like the, the, the. What is the Marine Tucked part? Well, I don't know. I mean, like, Mayor is Finger. Oh, right. Okay. So, so fingering. Tucht. I yeah. think that's actually kind of a good one. Yeah. Marine Tucht. Oh. Marine Tucht. Oh. Um, so, that's interesting. I didn't know that. I once actually had a guy. Um, remember, I was seeing him for a little while and he used to always Tom, insist. Come he was on. A, such a quail He used to always insist on having sex in Irish. And then one night I was at, out with his friends. They were all big quail cores. And I remember the guy in question said to me but he didn't realise I had Irish but it was a lot of fun because the guy in question the best friend made a joke to me that that night I should tear Susan Orda like go get up on top oh right and he thought that I didn't know what he was saying and then I said it to him I was like oh no like I get up on top all the time and he was like because <gasps> people do automatically just so what did he say you it. should what you should get up no on but top what was his tonight. grammar tear Susan Orda probably tear Tear to go up, go up on top. Uh, now this was probably nineteen years ago, so I could right. be wrong. I could be misquoting the man, but um, yeah, the the old sex squig. There was a lot of costume pull mosh at the holiday, and I was like, no thanks. It, yeah, it doesn't really lend itself as a language it's to. A bit, um, it's good for deep throat blowjobs. That's about it. <laughs> oh, that's actually quite true with the mm. vibrations. Say, oh, uh, Tom of loss. I don't have a good bloss. You know, say, <laughs> fibre bit. Just fucking <laughs> get this in the... <laughs> so, yeah, that's it. I can't get my CHs. Uh, let me help you. Tommy Tacht. Tommy Tacht. Guy, now your man that I used to ride off Gwelga, but it, that was the only time. What do you mean? What would he be saying? Much. He'd be like, Well, all the oh. like lingo would be. Mm. What would the lingo be like, though? He'd be like, You'd be on top, and he'd be like, Hosting plants on. That kind of thing. Or the love of him, Oh, yeah, the old bud. What was that? Just. Oh, God, I just I just get too mixed up with Chinese to start trying to speak dirty. Oscar gets so annoying. I'm well too fluch. Oh, it just makes me cringe. Are you wet? Yeah. Oh, it's just as a language. Heard the fall. What's that? Heard the fall? What's that? Well, on your hold. Oh, it just doesn't sound right. Actually, there is there is a guy. Um, there is the guy who runs the public guy wrote a great book there a couple of years ago, and it's all like. Um, it's all sexual terms, Osquelga. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, no, it, I don't think as the languages go, it necessarily it's lends right. itself to that. I went out with a well, I had a, a brief fling with a a Gwailgor, but funnily enough, and and she was a raised in in Irish, but she didn't like talking dirty in Irish. If we started any any semblance of sexting, it would have to be in English. She wasn't comfortable sexting in Isn't Irish. Isn't that interesting? And weirdly enough, I had the same experience with a Chinese girl. In both in both situations, they had less shame in English than they did in their 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 uh, their mother hunger. That is so interesting. I wonder is it because you know when you're raised in a language, was you associated with like the domestic? What is what is mother tongue again? Ask um, like your tongue can do this? Oh, tanga yeah. Tanga but I wonder is it because of that that you dissociate it with maybe the domestic or whatever. Um, yeah. Well, well, Fred. We, we don't have to get into the. Old, Fred is into the old cupola fuckle. I have to say, not necessarily in the in the in the bedroom, but he's he's gotten quite into it. Well, we won't talk about your sex life with Fred. That's not fair. We'll just have to get Fred on the podcast independently. You know. My baby. Yeah, Nav's block. <laughs> he would totally do it. A hundred percent, he would. All right. So can we can we finish? Because I was going to talk a bit about Tinder and stuff, but there's no, there's really no need. Because we've we've discussed a lot, so we'll just we'll just have you back on, Julie J. You know? Okay, I'd love to come but, back. But but I do I do want to talk about this. Oh yes, message oh, that yes. came in I from a listener. Forgot about and that. now we're parked, so I, I I can we can do it in real time, and I'll just edit out the disaster that was earlier on, and I'll skip all her praise of the shift. But this listener 
got uh, got into the shift as a result of watching myself and Katie in Cork last week. Yay. And uh, Yay. she she has a dilemma, and we like listener dilemmas, and we haven't had enough of them. So this is her dilemma. I won't name her. I have like a casual partner, like. We're not in an exclusive relationship, but we have lots of sex, and we are more than friends, and we have a great sex life where we talk openly about what we like and what we'd like to try that we haven't before. And I met him last night, and I told him he should go listen to the shift. Anyways, she likes to, she gets a lot of shift digressions. I suppose the point I wanted to make is, I'm 29, and I've had lots of partners, and I, I wouldn't mind being in a relationship. I want a relationship. He is saying he doesn't. And he is saying it's not just me, but he doesn't want a relationship in general. I love what's going on with us at the moment, but I also would love the relationship. So where I am at the moment is we are casual partners, and he knows I'm going on dates, and like I've said, if I meet someone else and it turns into something, that it, if it turns into something, then that's us finished. None of the dates, well, there have only been two so far, have escalated into anything, but I'll get to the point. I think I kind of have the fear that I'll miss how good our sex life is if I find someone I want to be in a relationship with and it's just not as good. Also, maybe you have it in the episode already, but uh, I think I kind of have the fear that I'll miss how good... Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. Also, maybe... But, uh, oh, yeah, I'm on it. Yeah, so she did then gives us some advice on what she'd like to talk about. But that's her dilemma. I have some thoughts, but I'll open it up to the to the car. You go first. Well, By the way, if there's anyone from Turles that's listening... Just to give you a sense of where we are, we're in between the Thurless Leisure Center and the Source Art Center. It's a nice you know, little yeah. sandwich, isn't it? Yeah. I'm sure some people have probably snuck in here late at night to have a little snog. Looking after your mind and your body. This is a lovely sandwich. Um, That's right. My thoughts would be, okay, she needs to get out of this situation then if it's not going to... Has she communicated this to him that she wants something well, more? Well, I can't answer. Oh yeah, so yeah, hopefully yeah. she's listening. So I think... Well, I know she has c- clearly communicated that yeah. because he said... He didn't want a relationship. Yeah, Sorry, he didn't. It's he not did. you. Yeah, yeah so it's she has communicated so I that. I think she needs to walk away. And he's from honest, us. which is fair enough. Yes, he's not. Uh, he hasn't he's not done doing anything, anything wrong. wrong. No, he hasn't done anything wrong. But I have been in this situation on numerous occasions myself. And can we make a judgment? Can I throw out a judgment? Yes. She's she's in denial, mm. in that she's clearly not comfortable with just the fucking. Oh, this is it. No yeah. way. Yeah, Katie. No, and the fact that she's afraid to have not have as good sex with someone else but you're not getting fully what you want here yeah so but it she's matter. only saying that i personally my judgment of that is that that's that's her way of rationalizing her denial say i'm afraid yeah. to get in another relationship because the sex won't be as good which is actually not true she's not going to let herself get in another relationship because yes. she's holding on to the sense that no. this is going to go somewhere she's preventing herself from finding something that is more fulfilling and meets her needs and the thing with sex is i can remember somebody years ago saying to me uh, I was in a situation I didn't want to stop seeing a guy the sex was great and I was like yeah but the sex is so great we have an amazing physical connection blah 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 but it wasn't you know a healthy relationship in the sense that like we were just well I shouldn't say not a healthy relationship but I wanted something more he didn't want something more and I can remember someone at the time saying yeah but Judy like you know your vagina has a memory so the most recent memory for your vagina that you associate with orgasms and pleasure is this guy but then you're going to go on, you're going to meet someone else and your vagina will remember that person as the most recent time, like, you know, that you orgasm, blah, blah, blah. Like, your vagina has a memory, but this is just the most recent memory. Like, you're going to go on and make more memories. And that is definitely one of the great differences between a vagina and a penis. A vagina likes familiarity. There's <laughs> <laughs> a penis. But it's true. The, a yeah. penis can't get enough of the unfamiliar. But, well, <laughs> like, well, what would you think, Katie? Well, for the listener, I had the same thing because I was mad about my ex-boyfriend and I was just like everything's great everything's great and but really it was just the sex was amazing because he was very controlling and possessive and he had a lot of issues but I remember Des being like well it's just you've just found you've just found how you like sex you could have had that probably with lots of people yes. it just happens that he's there and you're attracted and to you him and you associate it with him but actually mm. it's and I'm glad I walked getting away. to know your own body and all that and I think that's just my take on it that you know at the time when this person said it to me I was like yeah like maybe I'm just associating him with pleasure because it's familiar it's the most recent and I went on and had you know the best sex was yet to come yes that is and the I think thing. that's yeah. a very good point and change you know people fear change but there is a, there, I guarantee you this is not the best to this woman no yeah. this it is, is not. not the best sex you've ever had in your life and then she's as well um 
you know, you're you pr- probably are missing out on the opportunity of meeting someone where you can be completely fulfilled. And then as well, you are probably just kind of hoping that he will decide he wants a relationship. So you're just setting yourself up for disappointment. Yeah. I feel, and it's really hard. But uh, you know. I mean, she's ultimately just hurting herself by staying in this situation if she does want something more. And he hasn't done anything wrong. And they have an open relationship, which they is have, interesting. Yeah. But I don't think she's she's going to find... Like, like, I think that thing of, I'm afraid if I meet somebody, then the sex won't be as good. I don't think that's really what's going on there, you know? I think, mm-hmm. I think yeah, I don't know if the open relationship part of it is going to work for her. Uh, the open relationship thing, I think, is really hard to navigate. It's like, some people do it very re- well, but... I mean, for me, I don't think it's ever worked out for me in the sense that I think invariably one person wants something more. Yeah, well, certainly in this Not situation, always, that's going often. on. Certainly in this situation, that's what's going on. And I think it works for a while. I think their dynamic probably did work for a while. And I think she's gotten, from what I can hear, she's gotten as much of that as... It's very hard to to pull back from that time where you go, I want something more from this guy. Yeah. It's and hard he, to go back into the neutral zone, I yes. think. And I think, you know, people in your life for a reason, a season or a lifetime. And, you know, she's enjoyed some great sex with him. What's that expression? A reason. People are in your life for a reason, a season or a lifetime. So he's come into her life. They've had great sex. Yes, but the leaves have changed color. <laughs> the leaves have and changed they're about color. To, they're about to fall off the tree. Yeah. yeah. And Winter she's gotta sweep them away. is coming, baby. Wait for that cold dick to come. (laughs) Cold, cold dick. And it's hard because I think, you know what? I think if you've no one else on the back burner in the sense, if, I don't know, did she mention she's seeing other people? No, she said she had a couple of dates, but they haven't been great. Yeah. But But she's not full foot in then, you know, and the other days she's probably like half in. Yeah, yeah, I think think that's what's going on. I think she's, she says she's afraid that she'll fall for somebody else, their relationship will be over, and the sex won't be as good. But I actually think she's afraid that she'll meet somebody else and she'll have to finally give up on this guy, which she clearly doesn't want to do. I think that's totally but, it. But, but, but he's going to, you know, he's going to leave her. I mean, I've been in relationships where I've been like, hey, listen, I am not into a relationship, you know, and it, people have been comfortable with it for a while, and then there comes a time where it's no longer... You know, good. And there are many reasons why. And one of those reasons why might be like he likes fucking her, but he's not really that into you on, on other levels, which is he's not a it's not a criminal for that. But, you know, you this guy, you might be better to cut him loose. I would say at least three times in my life, people said that they didn't want to get into a relationship because they were going traveling and I'd meet them two weeks later <laughs> in the local Aldi, little oh, whatever. And I would like, what about the traveling? And they were never going traveling. Oh, yeah. It's I, went, just I, I went to Dublin for the day. <laughs> yeah. They just didn't like me and in that, that way. And it's, and it's that's fine. all it was. And I it's think r- of all the guys okay. that we've turned away. It is okay. Yeah, it's yeah. okay. Yeah. You have to and be okay with it. It's never, you know, generally with relationships, if they're meant, you know, it's not one person, it's not the other. It's just that maybe the dynamic isn't working. And, yeah, you and know, it's timing that's too. All. You know, yeah. it's timing. There's so much going on. And I have, man, I've had a couple of cracker, like, friends with benefits scenarios but like really unhealthy relationship wise but just really fucking good with the sex but I, you know you, you drive each other fucking nuts it, it's I like just my own personal experience of this any kind of fuck buddy scenario I had ended up being a bit toxic and I you know probably should have ended them sooner than I did so she's absolutely you know not alone here we're not anti fuck buddy on this show but at the same time if it you've can gotten be hard into the, to yeah, navigate if you're into and, the yeah. unrequited part then it's hard and then ultimately you are just kind of hurting yourself and it's you know difficult to send the text especially when if you don't really have someone else you know on the go at the same time it can be hard to walk away into the abyss and you're like oh but what about the sex but you just have to do it and as I said the best sex is yet to come yeah and there's always the marine there's always the marine always the marine I can but I have to say that I had this. I had this very recently, and it was kind of a. It was a year and a half long, sort of non-committed, like couple of times it was getting close, but it never just got there in terms of a relationship. And eventually, we just had that discussion, and it was gr- it was great because we were both just like, all right, let's admit it. There's so much good about what we have, but there's just not that next level. Yeah. So let's stop trying to pretend that that one day will come when we're all in the one place and the stars. Because I think sometimes is you can delude yourself and think that there's going to be a time where it's right for us. Mm-hmm. And just a lot of times it's just like, it's just not, not the one, you know? I would say in my experience, just basing it on like my friend groups, 
and my own personal experience very very rarely does the fuck buddy become a long term successful relationship no very I think rarely. if it does it's usually like 10 years later you yes, know like I've heard I've heard of a really few as we used to yeah. fuck around and then he went to Australia and you know the six years later he came back and yes. next thing we're fucking we've got three kids and the key there is is like they went off lived their lives mm. they had a period where they weren't actually involved with each other and that's the only time it will co- well, it will happen yeah. if you come back to one another after an extended period otherwise I think very I mean there's always exceptions but I think very very rarely does it materialize into anything other than and I think people need to be honest with themselves like I've been in situations where it's a fuck buddy scenario and from the get go that's not what I've wanted but I haven't communicated that and then you get pissed off at this poor guy who Who has has said from the outset Mm. I I had that Tinder bio I wasn't looking for anything serious or whatever and it's you know I mean that's probably unfair as well I mean I was guilty of that on at least two occasions I had a bad one with that I was honest with her every time and then I would not contact her and then every now and then she'd contact me a lot and I wouldn't respond, wouldn't respond and then there'd be like a weak moment and I'm not saying that I'm better than her or whatever but I'd have like a weak moment. She'd hit me at like an opportune time and I'd be like, I'm on my way. Then we'd have this fucking great sex and then a week later she'd be like, you think you can just fuck me and then that fucker call me? And I was like, I, I, I literally haven't contacted you for six months. You yeah. fucking barrage me. And then I give in once. Yeah. And th- but I get it. I'm not saying that she was worse than I. But, I, but it is that scenario where you delude yourself. Yeah. And I think you have to, again, because I have been in this situation so many times you have to be honest with yourself and also I know myself that I probably should have taken responsibility at times and said look Judy this is what it is you know maybe you're not being clear about what you want like ultimately this guy has done nothing wrong in that if you're suggesting oh yeah this is all good this is all I want you can't then get mad at the person when they're not offering you anything more when they've been honest from the get go it is hard to be honest with yourself in that situation it's very easy Mm. in hindsight now well, it just you have to you have to just not take offense. You have to be like just because they don't want anything more. Like people put their self worth on these opinions. Like on like I had friends who weren't even really into the guy that they were sleeping with, but then when he ended it, were really really upset. And I'm like, you're just upset because you feel the rejection now. Where actually, there's b- loads of other guys that would love a relationship with you. Do you know? I feel like we we put our self worth on. I mean, I would always get attached. So I know myself that if I'm shagging someone on the regular, I probably, you know, I am going to want something more. Me so too. as you say, Des, I guess, you know, that is true. That the it's vagina easy loves to familiarity. <laughs> but it's easy to talk about these things with hindsight. When you're in it and you're having great sex with someone and it's exciting and it's something to do with a Tuesday, it's very hard to walk away from that and rationalize it and say, well, this, you know, is hurting me in the long term. But Familiarity breeds contempt and wetness. <laughs> so they never finished that expression, did they? It's always. I think that's actually the original statement. Mm. I'm pretty sure. If you love something, set it free. If it comes back, it was meant to be. You know that one. That, yeah, that's very that's much in line with what you were saying earlier. Yes, I do think that's very true as well. Well, just what you were saying there about the whole thing of like people going off to Australia, living their lives, and coming back and reconnecting—that is potentially possible. But. But what I really like about this, and I think Katie will agree is that we got a listener problem and we dealt with it. And we'd like a lot more of that, to be honest with you. Because I think, I'm not going to say which publication it is, but there's a national newspaper in this country which still is in its original size and it has like a sex advice column. And I think, and I could be wrong, that a lot of them are just made up. Mm. I I would think so. And I don't like that. Well, I I did. I mean, while you're Wouldn't here, I me. had a listener write into me, but I didn't really know how to advise because it wasn't actually particularly about her. But she's in the so maybe you'd be able to give better advice. But oh, hit me, Katie. So her best, a uh, very good friend has started seeing her other good friend. We won't. I won't say specifically. Who, uh, anyway, but what happened was the so the girl, the girl, uh, kind of said, "I'm only dating him for his money," and then <sighs> the guy is like really into her so she's listening to both of these and she kind of messaged me saying like should I tell him or should I tell her but also she's always saying she really wants a good man so 
I think that if she just waits it out, like she'd see that he's a really good man. So I kind of messaged back saying, look, what would you do? What would you t- tell me? Like if I told you, because I don't know them personally. Mm. I don't really know how to, I just didn't really know how to advise, to be honest. It's really, that is a tough one when you're stuck in the middle between two friends. I said, look, Did they're the adults. Did the girl like say it in jest? Like I need a guy with money. Not that that's, you know, I'm not saying that's a good joke to she make. She said that she said to her, she's only dating him because he has money. But like she might've been just tr- been joking so what's she saying she so what what does she think she should say she wants to know if she should give the guy a heads up because they're very good friends and just say like it doesn't uh, sound like I she wants to be I would say that's I said involved. the reason why yeah, I would say not I to is because well. I, don't, I don't know like what age this this girl is but certainly especially as you get older I'm always very cautious in getting involved in mm-hmm. relationships early on because that person could end up marrying that girl and they're never yeah. they're gonna mm-hmm. they're never gonna forget what you said in that moment so invariably mm-hmm. it's Plus his, be my, his response might be I fucking know I'm an ugly cunt and she's lovely and I, I was mean, hoping she'd be into it for the money because I'm a fucking and you know what I'm horrible and like maybe maybe that suits him that's it you yeah. know what I mean it's it's not I would think she's not gonna be thanked for it either way so I would I agree, advise I agree no. and I think and adults, any if they do get mad at her in the long run for not giving a head up I'd kind of be like well look you're about adults it's not really my place to get involved plus there's any number of motivations for saying that she could like be she joking, could be, yeah. yeah but she could also be paranoid that her friends think that he's not attractive yeah. enough you know there's any number of motivations yeah, behind really her saying good. that she might try to be funny she might be pretending that she's not as into it you know yeah. she might it be like she might be concerned that she's like falling for this guy so she's yeah. just trying to act like she doesn't care it could be yeah. self-protective in the sense I know sometimes I would like deflect you know somebody was asking me about like you know how I felt about someone in the early stages because I suppose having been burned before it's easy to deflect and almost make a joke of and say oh well Mm. I'm only doing it for x y and z Mm -hmm. then to say yeah I'm actually really mad about him no absolutely there's something very vulnerable about saying no I really like them because then if it doesn't work out you're a bit embarrassed you're totally exposed let's talk about the more serious thing here Katie what's that you said oh because you're here let me tell you what a listener said as if you wouldn't there are listeners, Katie. No, but just because you were giving great advice there, and the, <laughs> no. thing, the thing was, the thing you was, you kept listener advice. You you no, kept a listener this, dilemma from me. Is, no, I told you, Katie. This I relationship about this is about open and honest. I told because I told you. Remember, I told you I was like I didn't know how to answer it, and then I guess what happened? We stopped off, so we didn't get to finish talking about it. That was it. Oh. So it was. But I was, I was. I was nervous about no, sharing it because I was like, sh- it's not actually about her. So I was really nervous to give advice. But that but is an interesting one, and you know what? We love it these is. dilemmas, yeah. Katie. Yeah, Listen, yeah. people are sharing their lives with us, and we're going to try to bring magic. We are not professionals. We're not going to offer perfect advice. Well, I'll give you. An ex- I'm like I'll give you an example. these dilemmas to well, my veins. Well, I'm example. loving it. I'll give you an example where I stayed out of it, and I got. Awful trouble. What do you mean? You you mean in real life? In real life. Well, this is when I was younger. And I do think it's a younger thing. I don't think it would happen now. But I remember my dad would always say, stay out of everything, stay out of everything. And uh, I, my boyfriend's best friend was started seeing this girl and then he was cheating on her. Now, I don't even remember hearing about it. But like I kind of, it wouldn't have been my place to say anything, I kind of feel. And when she found out about it, she was really nasty to me. And like that, you didn't tell her. Yeah, but I wasn't friends with her, and I kind of. Uh, you didn't I do was anything really wrong. With him. But you didn't you know her anything. Oh, and she took out most do. of the like, anger on me. But it was kind of like your business. Oh, I think I would have been You're worse. You're the fucking relationship I, police. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so I'm always like, stay out of it. But I still got in trouble. That was That's her just local drama. Yeah, because it's easier to direct your anger. That but that is a good yeah. that is a good discussion. Do you say something? That that is a big dilemma. I think we should yeah. hold. It is a big dilemma, guys. We, I, I I I because we have to do now a show. we have to finish. We have to do a show. I'm gig, but I like says. that dilemma. <laughs> oh, yeah. I I know that actually it's quite tiring podcasting. Myself and Katie are always fucking wiped afterwards. I know. Maybe that's why. Well, I so what I wanted to do with my comedy with my sets is, is when I when I talk on stage, I don't talk the way I do on the podcast. I want to get to the way I talk on the podcast. But I was just thinking, I'm so tired. I won't be able to do it tonight. You so step tired. Up. Us, you're, you're fucking in for tired. A you're doing ten minutes. I'm doing an hour and fucking twenty minutes. Yeah, but I want to talk the way I talk, not the, the way I stand up talk. I no, I think um, that is a great one. But I would advise. Just well, I, to I want some listen. We want some listener feedback on what is the consensus on do you or do you not tell somebody if you know that they're being cheated on it's great a big, that's one. a big dilemma that's a great one that's a great one to leave it on in my experience Here, you're never show. thanked for it and ultimately they could end up marrying that person etc etc so you have to weigh all that in yes. before you get involved so Julie J how do people find you I'm on Instagram Julie J Comedy 
Julie J. And it's J-U-L-I-E, right? Yeah, and it's J-A-Y. I am on the Facebook and the Twitter and all that, but I'm really But you just only care about the, Instagram. I'm just trying to get the Insta up. That's where it is. Of course, always love, well, I do love this video. girl so much. Yeah, whatever you think. So Taylor. Julie J. Oh, Comedy. Where are you? Julie J. Comedy. I She's like, in the back. I like me in the... the Julie, Ju- Julie J. Comedy. It's not the best lighting. Yeah, it's Julie J. Comedy. And her. We're still, we're still on the podcast here, Katie. I know. Focus <laughs> on that, too. You, gotta, you can't just do Insta stories you have to focus on the podcast also so it's Julie Chay comedy on instagram and i'm arlene foster on twitter so just check that out <laughs> i just and, tagged her oh, you, you can see her at, at actually if you look at the c julie j uh how many of the you're doing a few of mine I'm doing oh, a few of yours, Tez. Um, I've I mean, got you, my you, list. You, you know, it, the, the problem is it's not that exciting because you open up for Tommy. There's a lot more shows. I would just stop. No, I know, but I'm just say, I, I'm saying it's, that you know, other comics would be like, "Oh, this is great. I, I'm I'm opening up for Des." I'm so, this so is just, chuffed to get this. This is just days. a little add-on. But anyway, what, what, do, do you have any idea of uh, of a of a of a date coming up that uh, you're with me on? I'm so we're. Oh, you're in Maynooth, right? No, we, we're uh, we're in Maynooth. We're in Mullingar. We're in Rotelth in Mead, and we're in ton of more as well brilliant so basically the midlands got you covered and to be fair it is do you remember you gave me such a big break last year i did the gig with the it was hoth i did right at first. the right at the beginning hoth of this tour and Take the points. And all that. so thank you so much it's we great had a great time and can i just say so that uh, little difference people i say like oh you know why is it so difficult for women in comedy and all these different things i i, I never have the answer to that question but i promise you there's a difference between a female comic and a male comic in that you brought me a oh present a thank yeah. you present I, I gave him a thank you card as well when I first opened for him I know yeah well obviously there's also work. a higher higher pitch <laughs> what does a higher pitch mean <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of just my and the two of you now in fairness you're very high yeah, but uh, but no high. but you, you, you bought me a thank you present which I thought was a great touch and what was even better was the thought that went behind it because I told you that I wanted to do an Arabic version yes. of, of um, In the Name of the Father and you bought me an Arabic to English phrase book I mean, and in it you wrote thanks for the gigs uh, this for your like I hope your work this might help with your new series In the Name of the Fatwa see what I did there Aww, I mean I'm here all weekend I'm my, here all weekend my card and chocolates was shit now compared to no, you but no you know Katie what? it was great I it was got, great I got him this little because I did the couple of days when did you get me the chocolates did I not give you chocolates with the card yeah but when, when was oh, the card um, which gig Caroline's oh yeah before the podcast see women that's well it, that's a great bunch of lads that's what we do it is true <laughs> but it's funny because I can remember I bought you that book and I can remember saying to um, my comedy wife, Emma, I was telling her I was going to give you the book. She was like, don't do it. It's going to be so cringe. But it was lovely. It was not cringe, not for me. Especially with a pun like that in the name of the fatwa. I think a pun always takes, you know, it takes the cringe off things. And I really appreciate it. And I was like, this is fantastic. This will never be topped. Well, thank you. You're a great guest. We'll have you on again. Thank you so yeah, much, guys, for great. having me here. Fantastic. Nice. Love the podcast. And oh, jeez, oh, you, you hear you're not plugging your shows. You have the Up to 90 podcast. We do have the Hello. Up to 90 podcast about everything and anything 90s. So nice. have a listen to that. I was a guest on that. Your most listened to episode I heard. Oh, I, the most listened by uh, a country mild is. So um, uh, have a listen to Up to 90 podcast Thank with so Emma Doran, who's me. also hilarious. Can I? I, can oh, I, can I she fought, we follow each other on Instagram. Can I just She's give great. Emma Doran a plug? Oh. We've got to get Emma on. I'd love know? to meet her in real life. I hope, so, maybe I did meet her actually at one of the gotta get Emma. Emma does I her great somebody. videos. And it's great. Like in fairness, I don't talk about that much. But, like, there is some great women coming up in the Irish comedy scene. I, I don't know if it should be pointed out separately, but can I just say that compared to when I was starting out, it's night and day. Yeah. In terms of the amount. Yeah. There was hardly any. And there's a lot now. And yeah. it's great. And you're part of that. You're part of that. Because yeah, we always get paired off in peer groups. So I don't think it's like... I don't think it's like a, like, like a sexism thing where we're pointing at women. But, like, I was peered off with, like... David O'Doherty and Cosbane, who we coincidentally bumped into today, and Neil Delamere. You know, we had like our little peer group, mm-hmm. but you guys have like a tight little peer group going. There's like yeah. a lot of fucking funny women suddenly. There's you know? a lot of funny. Well, and I think because like the more funny women you see, the more you think, oh, I can do that. 
So that's yeah. great. That's ca- that's how I started comedy. Yeah. I went to a show over in New York and there was a woman on it and she was so funny and I just never really I never even really watched comedy yeah. that much and I was like, I wanna do that. Well Joe all the Brand research was the one for me. Oh really? Yeah, I watched Joe Brand and I was like, it can be done. All the research suggests that that's the case. That's why it's really important to get you know, uh, diversity in various different jobs, particularly in jobs that are traditionally one gender, mm-hmm. because once people see their own gender in it, they think, oh, I can do that. And that, that is like, a, that's a fact, not just in comedy. I still, I still remember most of her said, she, I ended up making her my friend. I like stalked her and was like, we're going to be friends. And we've been friends since. I was going to like that to Emma. And by the way, Forrester to be my friend. We focus a lot on uh, gender representation and how important it is to get women in jobs. And then people see it and they go, I can do that. But it's a big problem teaching, isn't it? men there's not they need to not get more men. men we need to get men and this yeah. is a real problem because my, my cousin is actually in charge of uh you know equality uh, in 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 everything and there is a problem with men there's not enough men teachers we really need... underrepresented so guys come on be a teacher now i know i'm a hypocrite i'm a guy i could be a teacher but <laughs> you'd be I'd... a great teacher yeah, i'm I got 43 to go... i'm not gonna be a teacher he'd be great. i got him to go through the whole uh irish history and then he was like what am i despedia but you were really good you had all the dates and it was really interesting yeah despedia that's why i'm never gonna be a fucking teacher because that'd be my fucking nickname but i'll have nothing to do with wikipedia I'd be fucking despedo just a pedo he's looking up yeah. me fucking it skirt <laughs> get your fucking noise out of me skirt you oh, cunt <laughs> actually speaking of male teachers um i will say a, a guy told me recently enough he tried teaching a couple of years ago for about a week and he was in a boys school and he said like kids are just so horrible and he, he said that they filmed themselves they basically searched for porn on his laptop and then they filmed themselves putting it in an innocuous search and it came up with the the porn that they had just searched for wow and that's, that's pretty how he got the boot that is i mean that's layered like that's the, layered that's heavy that's like that there's like a horror movie about teenagers that was like a I'm 90s thriller and they put up their post-its on the mm. notice board and they were like okay so you're it's gonna search, the search for the porn <laughs> yeah but it's but anyway I thought that was a good one it's but called clear your history I probably that's probably not going to make men want to do teaching yeah but, but you guys do. guys teach it's a ladies, great job guys teach ladies do comedy around. ladies do comedy get into the sciences get into tech and get into uh, sanitation bin there's not there's no bin women and that's a well paid job there's I not enough bin women not much coming from the, the, the voice of feminism about not enough women in, in, in the bin man industry but at the same time we need more female bin people we actually do I used to score a guy in Galway who was a bin man very well paid job and this shows yeah. how long ago it was Katie because do you know who my crush was at the time this is what he saved me in his phone as this is so cringe Bill Clinton because okay. at the time I really fancied Bill Clinton at the time you weren't into consensual sex these things do not date well Okay, no, it was right. 97, 98. It's not the up to 90 podcast now, Julie. So shut I'm the sorry, fuck the 90s up. are over. Thank <laughs> you so much thank for having me on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you, guys. I was about to stop I'm the podcast by turning off my car. I know, I see you. <laughs> I watched that in real time and I was like, what? I didn't actually press it, no, but I was, ab- I, was ab- I was about to. I was about to. <laughs> okay. Right. Thank you. So thanks, everyone, for listening. And can I just say, first of all, thanks to Julie J. But can I just say how wonderful it is to be able to talk about the dilemmas that our listeners have. And I really want to do that more on the podcast. So please, any questions you have, anything you want us to discuss on the podcast, please do send us your feedback. At Des Bishop, at Katie Boyle Comic. Uh, praise for Julie J. at Julie J. Comedy. Um. And as always, if you haven't done it, please five stars on iTunes. If you're not an iTunes listener, uh, please uh, spread the word. Insta stories. You know, we love Insta stories of like people listening to the app and making comments about the apps. All that stuff is really, really appreciated. And uh, we will forward on those uh, Insta stories. Uh, So please, anything like that, all interaction is welcome. Um, We... Uh, are wondering if uh, the you know shifty if you guys are, are are comfortable with the term shifty like a shift listener is a shifty I, you know that's up to you guys you can you can give feedback on that we had a we had a um we had somebody at the show in Thurlis that said to Katie oh I'm a shifty so we don't know if that's a thing that's now happening um I will also say that there was a there was about a half an hour conversation that happened in the car before what you guys were listening to and for numerous reasons I didn't put it on 
but I will say that we will be having a Patreon soon. Uh, and I think the Patreon is going to be a lot racier because I still, even though I know that it's a podcast and I can say whatever I want, I do sometimes hold back because I am just conscious of all the stuff getting out there or that people might consider it to be too graphic. But I do think that uh, with Patreon, because there's that next level of commitment, uh, that perhaps will feel a bit freer to go proper dirty. And there will be a lot of bonus content. And I think I will put up some of that conversation in the future on the Patreon because uh, there was just a couple of things that I was a little concerned about that I didn't put them up. Anyway, thank you so much, guys. Um, more feedback there is, oh, yes, Katie is uh, still on tour with me for some shows. I'm in Mullingar this Friday. There's very few tickets left, literally 43 tickets left. She'll be with me in Mullingar if you're in that general area. I'm in Maynooth on Saturday. She's not with me. I don't actually think there's tickets left for that, but you can check. Uh, just Google Des Bishop Maynooth. Uh, the following weekend, we're in Kilkenny, and I do think Katie's coming, and there are some tickets left for Kilkenny. Sligo is sold out. Uh, then Katie's gone, but in the future, uh, Drahada, Tullamore, um, loads of other spots. It's all on desbishop.net forward slash tour dates. Check that out. Um, loads of great apps coming up. We recorded uh, an episode yesterday with Sex Shopper Shauna. She'll be back again. I still have an app about um, uh, being cheated on as a wife that I've been holding off on because we're back in Ireland and I feel like we're getting all these new listeners. And I didn't want to put an episode up where Katie wasn't on it uh, because all these new listeners are coming up and I wouldn't like them to get the wrong impression. So that will be coming up. But I, uh, I, I, because that, that, that is actually with a listener. And that is an anonymous person. Um, and uh, I, I, I apologize for, to them for delaying it, but uh, there's just practical reasons. Um, also, thanks to everybody that came to Vicar Street. Fantastic shows in Vicar Street. Woo, baby. Really good fun. Ooh, God, it was good fun. And I do not want to leave Take the Points behind because it's really, really kicking into high gear now in terms of uh, just the, the way the material is, is pushing along. So um, that's it, guys. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week. Um, next week is definitely going to be uh, the episode about being cheated on in marriage. But I'll have Katie with me to do an intro. Um, and um, actually, any any stories about being cheated on, if you want to send them in, we'll discuss it before and after. Myself and Katie will discuss it before and after. So... That's something to think about. Thank you so much, guys.